What's going on guys, it's Travis. We're back with another Hero's Journey. And in this journey, we're diving in to basically the computer I've been building. When I say building, I'm not, you know, in my shed putting, putting together a PC. I'm just basically getting the Mac Studio, which I now have in my possession, a monitor or two, a couple gadgets, and boom, I got a computer. Now I pretty much have my whole computer ready, good to go. I am missing an Apple Studio display. And by the way, I have and am spending basically all my money on this new computer, on all these gadgets, these toys. And it's a little frustrating, it's a little stressful because when you spend so much money, you're like, all right, when is this gonna stop? But there is an end in sight. But more importantly, I think there is kind of a funny, ironic thing that happens when you buy a lot of stuff when you buy expensive things. You expect them to be flawless, to be great, no hiccups. Well, we've unfortunately ran into a minor hiccup, but for a person that has kind of OCD like me, this hiccup um, could be a deal breaker. Now, you're looking at a great Dell monitor here. This is the Dell U2727Q, or sorry, 2727 Dell 2720Q and this is a great great looking screen um this is my first uh dude you got a Dell and I didn't really know Dells were even that sick I mean I'm such an Apple fanboy and I'm so deep in the Apple ecosystem it's hard for me to purchase other items that aren't Apple because you know they're the best but you know really your Apple displays you're pretty limited right now because you either get an iMac with the built-in display, or if you get one of these Mac Studios, they don't come with a display, so you have to get your own display. Now there's the Apple Studio display. It's expensive, it's $1,500, and that's without a stand. Well, a height adjustable stand. So you're basically getting an iMac-ish monitor that can't tilt up, up down, left, right. Um, sorry, it can tilt back and forth, but it can't go up, down, left, right, nothing. So my studio display that I'm, that I am getting, uh, it's right now it's lost in the ether. I don't know where it is. It's been about a month and a half since I ordered it. I ordered the Mac studio and the studio display at the same time. I have the studio, this, uh, the studio, the studio display for some reason is taking even longer and I haven't even gotten an update that it shipped all Apple stuff when you order like that, it is shipped from China. And I did get basically custom setups on the studio display and the Mac studio. And by custom for the studio display, I mean, I got the height adjustable stand, which I know I'm gonna like choke saying this, it costs an extra $400 to be able to put the stand up and down. Buy nice or buy twice. You can get carried away with this, but it really goes to show like, Say you, you know, say you do get the Apple Studio Display, you don't get the height adjustable stand, you get the regular stand. You sit down at your desk, you're ready to go, you're all plugged in, and then you go and, oh wait, it's too low, it's too high. Oh, I gotta get a book, I gotta get a cardboard box, I gotta get this thing to lift it up, and I gotta get the perfect, perfect height. And now because I'm in standing desk life, which by the way is, is awesome, and it's a similar realm where you buy a nice standing desk, and it's great, or you buy a cheaper one that isn't that great and you have to buy it again. So sometimes I'll go the more economic route, the more monetarily friendly route, 
but then I'll instantly regret it or a few weeks or months go by and then I'm like, ah, crap, now I have this issue, which could have been resolved spending more money to get the nicer item. All these things are like that. Um, and so I thought, and I do think that opting for the height adjustable stand actually is great because when you have a standing desk, you're the, the monitor is going to be different heights when you're standing than when you're sitting. Um, just due to the ergonomics of how you stand and how you sit, how tall you are, how low your desk can go or how high I can go. My laptop, I literally had on the MacBook Pro, uh, case the box that it came in for basically the whole time I had the, the laptop because I would put it on the on the the case I would sit and it would be perfect height sitting on a you know thick MacBook Pro box that it comes in and you know it kind of doesn't look that great but I forgot it was there this new me is trying to be more you know I'm trying to be more minimalist ick in terms of my belongings and how stuff set up and it's funny because in order to do that, a lot of stuff ends up having to be very multi-purpose or it just has to be really versatile. It has to be able to do a bunch of things. If something does one thing and that's it and it's in your space, it better be important because what else is it gonna do? So, so back to the actual reason of this video. I have a Mac Studio and I pulled the trigger on a Dell monitor. Now I'm clueless in the monitor game. I'm like freaking clueless. All I know is that I want 4K and I want it to look kind of like a MacBook, MacBook screen, it's a Mac studio. Cause in my ideal world here, I'm building out this like basically new five to 10 year studio that I'm gonna be using for all my video editing needs. Um, I want two 27 inch computers. One will be the studio display if I ever get it. And the other one will be this other monitor because having two studio displays is pretty crazy and that's the price of a car. I want it to match as best as I can and enter these Dell Ultra Sharp models. Supposedly, you know, they get pretty good. So this U2720 or 2720 model is basically like the 2020 flagship model of Dell um, for their Ultra Sharp. There's also so many little subcategories in the Dell monitor uh, playing field that I took a master class in, in Dell's uh, naming structure for their computers and monitors, etc. And in the end, I think the Dell, it's kind of cool because they do have a good reputation in the monitor world. But even the best Dell monitor, it, it's not as good as a Mac monitor. There's an LG Ultrafine 5K, which Apple pretty much made, which could be the best um, mate for the studio display, but a couple things. The stand wobbles a lot. The display is, the whole thing's black. It's made of plastic. It doesn't look that nice. I know, whatever, but, um, it's, and it's also four or five years old. It's a kind of an outdated thing at this point. So it really would be, and it's $1,300. So it's not really, you know, my goal budget wise for this second monitor was kind of in the, two to four hundred dollar range now we're going to learn that i'm going to be spending you know buy nicer buy it twice probably you know almost double that but it's because i tried to cut corners now here's what happened i found these dell models that i really am stoked on they look nice um i found a really good deal on amazon now it said basically said new open box new 
I was like, all right, cool. It's open box, but it's new. This is kind of a new, these monitors, they kind of get returned a lot. So there's basically a lot of open box new deals. Even if you go to Best Buy, you'll see there's a ton of boxes on the floor, or on the thing, which is open box, open box. And it's, it's a little kind of sad. Um, and this kind of goes to why I'm in a conundrum over this issue with the monitor. But it seems to be there's a, a good amount of e-waste. I mean, maybe they, they start shipping them to schools that need them. But so I, I with electronics, I've, I don't think I've ever bought refurbished I've, or ever bought open box. So I was kind of, but I didn't want to spend, this monitor is usually seven, $800. So long story short, I got it for 400. It was like 450, 460 with tax and shipping and all that. So I'm like, all right, I kind of got a good deal on this. I mean, this would have been double the price. I get the I get the monitor, open it up, looks brand new, looks pretty cool. Initial impressions, like, all right, this thing's pretty cool. Now let's dive into this new issue. And basically it's the new focus of my life. And let's see if you can find it. Here is the a picture of the screen. See if you see anything odd in this picture, anything that jumps out. Oh, you can't see it? Can't see it? Let me help you out. Top right, zoom in a little bit, and right there, you, you stuck green pixel, you son of a... So, as I usually do, I dive into Google, I figure what the... And, and also it was funny as I didn't notice this, they're called stuck pixels. It's when a pixel kind of gets stuck in red, green, or blue. And it ends up as being like a little dot on the screen. Um, this is actually kind of a common problem with monitors. I think especially after the uh, disease that shall not be named happened, QC has kind of went down in the labor shortage, etc. So there's not as much quality control. It probably is similar to binning and in, in, uh, processors. You don't want to waste the whole processor because there's one one messed up core. You bin it, you can still ship ship the product. So these monitors aren't that indifferent to that. Whereas a lot of times a monitor will have one they're called stuck pixels, or it will be a dead pixel, which is when it's actually black or I think white. Now, this green dot is not that big. I came to the conclusion that I could live with it. But then I don't know what happened, but I realized I couldn't. <laughs> I realized I couldn't do it. This is a brand new item. Now it's not brand new. And what probably happened is someone probably bought it, saw the green dot, returned it. It's getting sold as an open box new item, but there's no, there's no notation of, of this. So maybe this happens a lot, I don't know. Um, one side of me was like, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna help e-waste, I'm gonna be a good boy. The other side of me, and now the, the new side of me, is like, now you're buying it twice you're gonna have to buy another monitor or live with this but but essentially what happened is you didn't buy nice travis so you're buying twice so that's the moral of this story is i tried to 
cheap out a little bit. And, you know, it, it kind of bit me in the butt. Another reasoning behind this decision is so, long story short, there's a, a basically a brand new model of a similar item as this. And it's the Amazon Fairies bringing it to me this week. I'm gonna have them both side by side, see how bad the green dot is to know green dot life and make the decision. This new model is the actual new model of the computer. It's the Dell U2723. Uh, QE and it looks a little different too and I actually prefer because it the silver matches the Mac Studio and all the other accessories and when I finally finish my master plan of this new studio the studio display in this should match pretty good color wise they also will both have the adjustable stands so I can have them both at the same height which is great and then being the same color underneath will kind of not draw too much distraction this other Dell, it's kind of more of a space gray. And to be honest, it's a nice, uh, it's built nice. The space gray though, it looks like a Dell space gray and it kind of looks like a cheap plasticky space gray. It doesn't look like that great. Like it's cool, but it's not, I'm, I think I'm so used to Apple products and their amazingness and just how they're like premium and especially just their, the build materials. Even this new Dell monitor I'm getting, it's aluminum, silver, but I think it's just the base and I don't know if it's metal. Some people are saying it's metal, some are saying it's not, but I'm getting it brand new. This is a $800 or $900 monitor. I'm getting it for 600-ish. So I'm basically spending $200 more. I'm having to buy it twice. I'm having to buy this monitor twice instead of the first time just buying it nice and i think initially this new model i was a bit turned off because the there's so many freaking variables to buying these electronical things it's like hilarious how every little caveat there's every pro and con you end up just going kind of crazy especially me i can just dive down and i can i can be down there for for a week or two and I'll lose focus of everything because I've got to figure out the right answer. There's no right answer. But the, the arm of the stand is skinnier than this older Dell arm. So is it wobblier? When you have a standing desk and it's up the full height, even the best standing desk are going to be, they're probably going to be a teeny bit wobbly. If the stand for the monitor isn't that great, it's going to wobble. So it doesn't matter how great the panel is, if it's wobbling, you're like, oh crap. Now that's where you can enter into VESA life and have an arm, a monitor arm. But if that's screwed onto your standing desk, the standing desk is wobbling, I think it's gonna wobble. Um, I have a few other solutions as well, but to be honest, I've been kind of rebuilding this new studio for a while. And I really just wanna get down and get to work because using this, 27 inch 4k display has been it's been freaking awesome like it's even when it's vertical the width of the vertical display is as wide as my macbook pro computer screen so it's like literally two macbooks on top of each other either way and i've been editing a lot lately with i had a 24 inch hp and my macbook and like it's okay 
but like having two big ass screens, one for like basically Final Cut timeline, one for the, the image, the final image, that's like the dream because that will just really, so many times like video editors know, you'll watch the final product, you'll see an export and you'll be like, oh wait, what's that thing? And it's just because the stuff you're editing on was kind of small, not until it blows up big, can you really even see what, what, is up, what it is. You're like, oh wait, that's, damn, I couldn't see that. In the last couple weeks, I've been editing on my MacBook with an iPad mini as my external dis display. And it hasn't been great, but it's better than just using one 16 inch display for the whole thing. So I'm really ready to not be fussing with all this crap and I just wanna like get to work. And that's why this small little green dot really grinds in my gears. And it's it's funny because it's almost kind of like a test, Like I, but I can't tell what it's testing. Is it testing my ability to be okay with imperfection or is it testing my ability to follow through with what I really want? You know, there's a fine line and you're not sure really what decision to make. And you're not even really sure, even if you go based on your morals and, morals and values, what to do. I mean, really from an e-way standpoint, I should just keep the, keep the computer. Well, you're a professional videographer, video editor, Travis. Like you're gonna just accept this literally brand new first day. There's already a, a green dot on the screen. Like you're gonna accept that, that as a professional. So that battle in your subconscious that gets brought to light, it can be confusing. You're like, oh, I don't know what to do. So we will continue this journey of building the ultimate studio. And maybe when the studio is kind of finished, we can have a little tour like all the cool YouTubers do. But um, I'm really excited because using the Mac Studio with this Dell display has been really fun. It was fun for that two to three hours where I didn't notice the green dot. And then all of a sudden I saw the green dot and I was like, oh, no. It's like the funniest, biggest first world problem ever. This tiny little, tiny green dot you can barely see is now the the epicenter of my of my uh, worries of my concern. It's the the reason of an unhappiness, which is fucked up. Like I shouldn't let a little dot do that. And now also to expand for a sec on on these dead pixels or stuck pixels. So if you if one of these pops up on your monitor screen or on your phone, on any panel, any screen, one of the many screens we're looking at, there's a couple tips. There's a website or two that flashes all these green, red, blue squares and lights that can sometimes kind of like unstuck the unstick it to like kind of, the pixel kind of gets stuck on a color and it, I don't know, it's like confused or something and it can't go back to just being whatever color. So there is hope, but I've been running the test for days. There's also a method where you push the pixel on the screen with some pressure, you push it um, with like a microfiber cloth or a damp cloth, I've done that too. But at this point, I don't wanna mess up the, the screen anymore. I don't wanna mess up the, the desktop because to return it. I personally don't know how a lot of reviewers of gear get not get away with but they a lot of them get stuff they use it and they return it and that's part of how they run their business um i just don't know about that i'm always scared to like mess something up 
before I return it. And there's got to be, I mean, maybe they are good at cleaning the devices or whatever, but there's got to be some kind of weird thing where they get the device. It seems kind of used. So the device was sold, it was returned. So the company lost money. Now that they have to sell it as like an open boxing, I guess. Um, it doesn't seem sustainable, but uh, but I guess it's just it's just the nature of the YouTube review game beast. I mean, sometimes companies will send people products and then they can just, that's part of the deal and they return it, it's all good. But I know a lot, you know, buy them, use them and send them back. So I can just pretend I'm doing that. Because also I really want to use this monitor for, for a few days. I want to use it until the other one comes. I want to test it. I don't want to give it away until I'm sure this other one doesn't have a green pixel. Um, cause it's so much fun that you have a big ass screen in the Mac studio. It's blazing fast. I, I, the Mac studio has been sitting collecting dust for three weeks, a month almost because I didn't have a monitor. I almost went to the, my local apartment complex clubhouse and to plug into a monitor just to set it up, just to make sure the Mac Studio <laughs> was working properly, because I'm about to I'm about to close in on the Mac Studio return window if something's up. But I'm not too concerned with that, and just because I have Apple Care, it's like if it's messed up, it's you know I can just use Apple Care. All right, guys, it's kind of a, a weird techie episode, but thanks for having for tuning in. Um, check out these monitors. Let me know what you think if this ever happened to you. Have a good one. Till next time. Peace.